0: Hey, what's up everyone. My name is Trent Russell. In today's video, I'm going to share with you the exact blueprint I use to grow my audience past 68,000 people on LinkedIn and YouTube. Let's get started. If you are a beginner that's interested in starting to build an audience, starting to establish your personal brand, if you are already posting on one of these two channels and perhaps you have a full-time job like I did and you just want to accelerate your growth to the next level, or if perhaps you're past those two stages and you eventually want to start monetizing, I'm going to share with you how I was able to establish a six-figure online business. I have absolutely nothing to sell you here today. I thought about t- turning these 10 lessons into a course, but I decided that everything I have today is because of you guys and what I've been able to accomplish online. So no newsletter signups, no paid communities, no courses, no coaching. I just want to deliver as much value as I possibly can to you here today, because that is. The underpin that is the premise to being able to grow an audience, and that is lesson one give without the expectation in return. Do those of you know who Chip Wilson is? He's the founder of Lululemon, he's worth $5.8 billion. I wear Lululemon clothes each and every day. For those of you who think you're late to the game, for those of you who think you're behind others, for those of you who think, Hey, it's just never going to happen to me, he founded Lululemon, a multi billion dollar company, at age 42. So think about that next time you feel like, hey, it's just not working for me. When he sold his initial company, which was a snowboarding company in the late 1990s, he took an entire year in 1997 to read the top 100 business and self-development books. You and I don't have the time to do that. You and I may not have the attention span or the desire to do that. So his key lesson from doing all that, he tells us right here, he developed a new theory on business that allowed him to accumulate a net worth of $5.8 billion. Give without the expectation of return. And it's as simple as that. If you want to start posting, you give valuable content. Alex Hormozy, he's incredibly popular across all social channels. I'm sure many of you who like my stuff also resonate with his mindset. His key premise that really resonates with me is make your free stuff better than their paid stuff. There's people that I'm aware of that offer branding, paid cohorts. There's people that I'm aware of on this platform that offer paid courses. So I thought to myself, can I put something together today, operate with speed? That is better than their paid stuff. And that's what I'm attempting to do in today's video, teaching you how to grow an audience. So think about what do you know? What what people do you follow that you can then start to make content for without the intention of trying to make money? That is how you start to grow. It's really as simple as that. So that's exactly what I did. I was working in sales. I was about a year in. I had mastered my craft of top of funnel, outbound prospecting as a sales development rep. And I had the insight after speaking with Noah Kagan, who is also a massive creator. He has a business and he said, Trent, why are you talking about whatever nonsense? I was making personal finance videos. Talk exclusively about sales because that's what you do. And once I started talking about sales that's when I started to gain traction. This is a screenshot of my growth that I've tracked I've tracked here. A few lessons from this, that and this is probably the most important insight in the entire presentation. In May of 2020, I think that's what it was, I was pretty lonely. I was working from home. I wasn't allowed to leave my house like all of you. So I decided if I don't start this YouTube channel now, it's never going to happen. I had 100 subscribers at the time. I had 16 published videos. So I just started publishing videos knowing I'm going to have to make 50 to 100, probably get no traction, and that's what it's going to take. I'm just going to have to keep giving. I'm going to have to keep giving. So you can see here, um, seven months later, I had 500 subscribers, 94 published videos, 80 plus videos between that time period. You can see fast forward to February of 2021, 134 published videos, 700 subscribers. So you can see it took me 120 published videos to grow by 600 subscribers. It took me 172 videos to reach 1,000 subscribers. Almost one entire year to reach 1,000 subscribers. I did not make a single dollar. Meanwhile, I spent hundreds of hours making videos, hundreds of hours, and then you can see fast forward to the time we started to monetize the YouTube channel, and you make money by posting without selling anything through AdSense. All of a sudden, I'm making $700 a month. About a year and a half into it, 4,000 subscribers. You can see $40 a day. Fast forward two full years later. This is the insight. I posted sales training videos on YouTube without trying to sell anything before in May of 2022. Literally two years later on the dot from, from when I started, I built a cold calling course and I built a website all on my own that I started to monetize. And I've made tens of thousands of dollars from that course probably could make a lot more. I don't really push that aggressively. But the key insight is you give without the expectation of anything in return for a long enough period of time where you've built so much goodwill, so much expertise, so much trust that when you put something together, especially an information product, people say, no brainer. I support this person. They've helped me. I'm going to buy it. And that is the most important lesson in the entire presentation. But we have nine more for you here today. Lesson number two is consume versus create, the majority of you are probably looking to start creating content, but you're stuck in this consuming loop. I made this by the way on Canva. I'm pretty crafty, but I thought about this. I thought your attention is the most important thing you have. You may have free time. Everyone knows time. You can't get that back. Okay. In your time value of your attention is everything. So if you are using your attention on social media It's basically like putting wood in a wood chipper. What do you get from consuming social media? Non-educational content. Stuff like this, great use of your time. The majority of the entertainment value content you watch, what do you have afterwards? You're left feeling worse than before you even did, before you started watching it. And that's why I think it's like dust. If you put wood in a wood chipper, what do you get? You get dust. You get little chips of wood. And that is what you get using social media not to then try and add value and actually create. So if you consume content on social media, the majority of the time spent, you could probably limit it to 15 minutes a day and get what you need to get, actionable insights to perform better, do whatever you gotta do to feel better. But it's a massive waste of your time. People that have more than four hours of screen time and they're not creating any content you are wasting your life in limiting your potential. That is a fact. Meanwhile, if you are creating content, you have the same amount of attention as the person that's consuming content, but rather than wasting all of your content by your attention, by putting it in the wood chipper, you are using social media as a tool. You're using it strategically to add value to others so that you can build distribution distribution builds you credibility. So you get fired all of a sudden you make a post that you're looking for a job. Dozens of people reach out. You have more career options or eventually you build enough distribution like me and you can ask yourself, well, what do folks in my audience struggle with on a day-to-day basis? Okay. I, I talk to salespeople. They have to cold call. They struggle hitting their quota. What can I share that worked for me? How can I monetize that? And that is two years down the road from when you start. But if you use your attention in a strategic way and look at social media as a tool that you'll create on, like what I'm doing right now, you create value. You have a beautiful table that you can do anything with. I want you guys to start creating and consuming less. So you're thinking, Trent, I want to start creating. What do I say? How to do it? And it's as simple as this. Rather than thinking how to do things, positioning yourself as an expert or a thought leader, you don't need to do that because there's people out there that have way more experience than you, that have way more credentials than you. I didn't have any credentials when I started. I was a year into my sales job, had hit quota a few times, and was just like everyone else. But all of a sudden, I start talking about how I do things, and people resonate with that. I documented my successes, promoting from SDR to AE. I documented my failures, missing quota, eventually getting fired, and my day-to-day personal experiences about what I was up to. And you can see it's as simple as that. I looked at my 101 top performing LinkedIn post, and, and this messaging is relevant to LinkedIn and YouTube primarily. It's universal. You can actually download this on my website, my 101 LinkedIn posts, because I analyzed it. In two of my more popular posts, 107,000 impressions. What I did was I said, how I, I documented, pulled in a $34,000 deal at 9 p.m. last night to finish the quarter. I said what I did. Anyone could say that. Hey, I woke up at 5 a.m. this morning to work out and I didn't feel like it. Oh, all of a sudden, now you resonate with some people. You talk about how you are doing things. You can see over here, there's a prospect I have called 56 times over the last two years that returned my call yesterday. I documented what happened, given there's a little bit of showmanship in there. And you can see I, I embedded a link to one of my courses. I just was like, let me, let me just put that in there and see if anyone clicks it. I don't think I had many sales, but 55,000 people saw this. This isn't me sharing some groundbreaking strategy. I didn't, I didn't reinvent how to cold call. I just said, this is what I am doing. And that resonates with people because they're also experiencing the same BS on a day-to-day basis. Number four, sure. So you're thinking, cool, Trent. I want to do it. I know what to say now, but I'm afraid. What are you afraid of? Ask yourself truly, what are you afraid of? This is like you right here. If you're afraid to create and afraid to post, you're you're, shitting, you're you're sitting here and you're like, I don't want to know what's behind that door. I want what's behind the door. What's behind the door is monetizing, making money online, getting recognition, adding value to others, feeling like I'm contributing to society. Whatever your core fundamental why of wanting to post and watch this video to the end and smash the like button now is... I don't know what it is, but what I can tell you for certain, I was in your spot once and my concern of starting and opening that door was judgment. Hey, what are people going to think of me? Everyone on LinkedIn, I work with. (laughs) Do I, do I ask for permission? Like, what if I sound stupid? I'm not a great writer. Everyone I work with is going to judge me and they absolutely did. So believe me, if you, if anyone tells you just don't care about it, don't, don't worry about it. Everyone cares about it. Everyone wants other people to like them, but that's the reality of you putting yourself out there swimming against the tide is that people are going to judge you. And if you cannot accept that, you can stop watching the video now. Self-doubt. I don't know what to say. I'm not special. Hey, da da da. I still experience this daily before posting, but I just don't worry about it. I just keep posting anyway, and that's going to get to one of our later lessons. Criticism. I've lost friends over what I've done because some people you either outgrow them or they're just not supportive to you. You're gonna get some backlash from close friends, potential family of putting yourself out there. Everyone has to deal with it. And you gotta ask yourself it's if it's worth it or not. And if people around you are criticizing you, who cares about them in the first place? If the people around you are supporting you like I am and saying, go for it, you can do it, why not you? Then open the door, and then all of a sudden you're gonna be behind the door you're gonna be confused, you're gonna be figuring out, and then you're gonna see a curtain. And behind that curtain is everything you want as to your desired outcome of what you hope to achieve from watching this video. Making money online, building an audience, having more career options, making more friends, finding community, getting a purpose, all things I have experienced at times as a result of creating content. Number five, ask yourself, what is your preferred style of communication? And by the way, I made all these graphics myself so let me know down below how you like them. So, are you a great writer, or do you want to more so remain anonymous? I, I've seen a trend of this: is is you you have this anon, this pseudonym, and you just do written based communication. I'm a big fan of the BowTie community. I, I follow bowtide Bull, and I pay I subscribe to the paid Substack. And there's a community bowtide salesperson. I'm sure a lot of you guys know him. They're on X, aka Twitter. As these fake online people, but they're not doing it to trash talk others. They're doing it to focus and communicate in an anonymous way and how they like to do it. And that's an opportunity you can do. But I would recommend you build a brand around your name of Trent Russell, of your name. You go to LinkedIn and you just start writing. It's much easier to do this. The barrier to entry is simple because you just pull out your computer type 140 characters and boom, you're already online. You do a written based text. So you can focus on writing and text based content, or you can do what I did, which is what I think the clear trend is. People love consuming video based content. Why do you think TikTok is so popular? These little short clips, people's attention spans have been destroyed in real time. So how can you use that to your opportunity or how can you do what I did and focus on video first because you enjoy talking to people and you enjoy the interaction, more of the authenticity, people can see you, they can feel you, and go to YouTube. Go straight to YouTube. This, to me, is the best place to create because you get paid once you achieve a certain threshold of, they lowered it recently. It's even easier, 500 subscribers and 3,000 hours of watch time. Once you achieve that, which anybody can do, it took me more than a year. It took me a full year. So think about, I had real experience I'm a decent communicator. I had the desire. It took me a full year. So you got to give a lot. But once you get to the other side, it's well worth it. Number six, this is a principle we talked about inside the software company I worked for. Nail it and then scale it, st- scale it. A Steve Jobs quote, do not try to do everything. Do one thing well. Steve Jobs invented the iPhone that you use for hours each day. If he does not want to multitask, if he does not want to focus on multiple things, then why should you? Everyone that comes to me that wants to create content or already is, they're overextending themselves. They're thinking, I need to do a long form podcast. I need to clip that up and do a medium for video. I need to clip that up into a blog post. You are too distracted. Focus on nailing one channel. What is the one channel you care about the most? For me, it was YouTube. I only posted YouTube videos for like a year. And then eventually I thought, I'll post my YouTube videos on LinkedIn. That did not work because I did not nail LinkedIn. You need to focus on the individual platform. Do not focus on multi-purposing content. I get paid money to make content. I can afford paying people and I have done this and I still don't even do this because unless you have a full-time team and, and all these resources, it is just not going to work. So I would recommend focusing on very intentionally on a single platform, whether it be YouTube or LinkedIn, you're not worried about the monetization. You are just worried about figuring out and growing your audience and distribution on a single platform, and then you can scale it. And then you can grow 30,000 followers on LinkedIn and YouTube. Not many people who are trying to sell you the courses on LinkedIn also have the YouTube channel. The YouTube is very, very challenging. So nail it and then scale it. Number, Number seven, Remain core audience obsessed. And that's why part of the reason why I'm making this course is you'll start to get distracted and you'll start to face the question, am I creating content for me or am I creating contents for this avatar, for this audience? Some people try and optimize for growth and they're more worried about impressing people that are not following them than delivering value to the people that already are following them. So focus on who is your core audience. To me, it was salespeople. So I started to ask myself, I'm going to focus very intentionally on just adding value to salespeople, even more specifically to sales development reps who like to cold call. So I asked myself, what do I know? And I built a brand and a reputation around cold calling because it's something I like to do. And it always seemed very obvious to me. And that's the insight. What seems obvious to you? is gold to others. For me it was cold calling. So you can see I have an entire playlist on my YouTube channel, Top 10 Cold Calling Videos. 48,000 views, 30,000 views, 35,000 views. You can't fake this. This is real value, this is real results, this is real audience because I focus very intentionally on cold calling. When I look at my YouTube analytics, my last 365 day top performing video performance. You can see the titles of the videos. You can see whether the video was edited or not. You can see the duration of the video and you can see the, the core topic of the video. Cold call, cold call, cold call, sales career job, cold call, cold call, sales career money, cold call, sales career money, cold call. You can you get the picture. I didn't veer off to say, let me talk about the stock market. Let me try and pump to crypto to cryptocurrency. I ask myself, who is my core audience? It's salespeople, SDRs, tech sales, cold calling. And my most popular videos are when I'm when I'm delivering value to that core audience and I'm focused on making sure I continue to give them a reason to want to follow me and subscribe me and support me. And that's another really, really important point is remain focused on your core audience. Number eight. A live post is better than a non-live perfect post. I found this online. I thought it was a cool little graphic. Another thing that stops a lot of people, including me in the beginning, is you start to focus on what you don't have versus what you do have. Well, I don't have a camera. I don't know how to upload. I don't know what to say. You're too worried about the mechanics. Pull out your phone, turn it horizontally, speak for 10 minutes, send that file to your computer, and then post it directly to YouTube no one's going to see it. And it gets back to the fear thing about everyone's worried about it being perfect because you don't want to get judged because you're going to feel like other people are going to think you're stupid. When the reality is that nobody is going to see your first 100 post, which is why it's so hard. And you got to offer so much value. The biggest problem I have is that not enough people see my post. And that's what bums me out nowadays. So you, someone who's never posted, why in the world are you worried about too many people seeing your post to the point where you're gonna get judged and embarrassed? It is simply irrational. So a live post, putting it out there is better than thinking about what you should actually say. Just say it, do it, take action, and learn from the instant feedback because, number nine, your comments are an ecosystem. The challenge with social media is that it is real-time feedback. It's not, we're going to do this campaign. We'll learn in nine months if it worked or not. I'm going to post a video, and within the first two hours, I will understand how well this video is resonating with people compared to the last 10 videos i posted. And this is one of the most challenging things to me is when you post something that gets terrible feedback, meaning low engagement, or you post something where people say mean things to you you can see my TikTok. And I'm not even talking about TikTok. I have 11,000 followers on TikTok and I don't even try on it. I don't care about TikTok. So for those of you who also follow me on TikTok, I do care about you. But I post TikToks and you can see this. I get wrecked in the comment section. Bro gets still gets no play. He's a goddamn pipeline generating machine. Okay. That's actually a good one. See, people say funny stuff like that. It gets all this engagement. On YouTube, you can see it's an ecosystem. So the key point here, and this is a bad representation because I don't always look at TikTok. I really don't look at TikTok at all. I reply to every single YouTube and LinkedIn comment. On some occasions, there's too many comments and I'll just go through and like them. But for years, I'm responding thoughtfully to all of the comments because it's a way to build goodwill and trust with your audience. If you are going to take the time to comment, I'm going to take the time to read it. And I'm going to do what I can to reply to it, acknowledge you and hopefully deliver an even thought more thought provoking response. Like if you say a question, I want to respond with an answer. So that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm going to acknowledge all the comments and you can start to think about this for those of you who are for extra wise. I've heard this from a guy named Luke Belmar. He did Facebook ads and he found that he would post something and his best opportunities to sell people are in the comments. He would, he would get a burner account and he would post a controversial comment because it would drive engagement. When people are engaging with your post, it means the algorithm will then push that post to other people because it's telling LinkedIn, hey, people are resonating with this. People like this. Let me show it to more people. So you responding to the folks who comment on your post, bare minimum. So make sure to use that to your advantage, but also use it as a way to understand what people are liking and not liking. Finally, number 10, deposit versus withdrawal. And this is just a truth I've found with the monetization. So many folks give with the expectation of return. And that's what holds them back from ever growing in the first place. When you do start out with this idea of, hey, I'm late to the game. I want a tree. The best time to plant this tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is today. I got to start today. I got to plant this seed. I got to start delivering value. I got to learn from the comments, understand who my core audience is, remain obsessed with them, continue to get better in how I communicate, add value. And then eventually this harvest will become an abundance. You have deposited so much energy, love, attention, value to this garden that you can eventually withdraw. You can eventually pull up one of these plants. Maybe it's a peach plant from Georgia and you want to go eat it. Maybe you want to go pull it up and give it to someone else, whatever it may be. But ultimately, you can only withdraw after you have deposited so much to the point where you do not need to become overdrawn. That can be another problem is if you start to over try and monetize, it will turn people off. And then all of these deposits start to go away And then you're left with nothing in the first place. So just think about this as a ratio is let me give, 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 give. I've delivered so much value. Now I have the opportunity to see if I can withdraw, to see if I can take some money in exchange for this additional access to me, this course, this product, this information, whatever. And that's, that's the game guys. Those are the 10 tips. Um, nothing to sell you here today. The 10 lessons from growing my audience to 68,000 audience. And when I say audience, I mean followers. It's just a more polite way to say it. I really appreciate you for supporting me to this point. If you found value in today's video, hit the like button below. I'll talk to you in the next video. Bye.